Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <clears throat> Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Divine Mind Group Community Call in the Orion Mind School of the Prophets. I'm Jim Davis, your moderator. Today is Sunday, the 23rd of June, uh, 2019. Tonight's speaker is Gary Ray, which is also known as the White Wolf, Hunawaya. And brother, whenever you're ready, it, you can have your way. Okay, brother. Um, well, I did kick it on. Let's see what uh, see what happens here. Um, oh, there it is. Let's see if I can get it. Uh, to run and start programming. It must not be doing its live stream yet. Um, yeah, it says live speak with the host. And uh, um, hello, test, testing one, two, testing one, two. Um, wow. I keep uh, endeavoring to get it to start uh, on my end. Ah, there we go. It finally cranked up. Um, I had left uh, a couple of comments. On the uh, chat side, good evening, everyone. Jim, J.D., and me have been entertaining a new idea regarding opening our outreach to ministers and others that may have the desire to have a type of mind and scripture program on another night to begin uh, um, to being in some new ideas or bring in some new ideas that are different than our present format. We are also making the effort to have a young woman on the program, either this one or the new format idea, to present and discuss her book. Now, you know who I'm talking about. Several things are being researched and hopefully will open the door to other information that are similar to our divine mind group type knowledge. Jim, uh, I believe, will be on the call for tonight, uh, on time that is, and consequently you are. We'll have some newly discovered information, and at the end of the presentation, we intend to do a remote view meditation type scan, and hopefully a feedback at the end of that scan, and we hope... uh, you all enjoy tonight's call. Shalom. Um, That's fantastic. uh, Well, uh, the thing of it is, is that uh, there's information that's been around, and, uh, but uh, it's just now starting to get to where you can get a hold of it. And um, I dug into some of it, and I know some areas are restricted by the government, but that doesn't mean a damn thing once you know how to RB it. Uh, <laughs> you can step into it, see it, and know it, because uh, nothing can be hid from you if you want to know. And uh, so hopefully at the end of this particular class tonight, um, 
you'll have a type of a format that you can go back and use to assist you um, to drop into, say, uh, deep uh, theta and maybe even into delta. Um, I uh, run it by Donna the other night, and uh, she normally is not, you know, really affected by it. And um, I read the program to her, and because during the program um, or the class session, uh, it reinforces <clears throat> and gives uh, someone the conscious uh, validity that they uh, can feel comfortable accessing and doing this type of uh, scenario. And uh, then at the end, when we done the uh, meditation type scan, uh, man, it dropped her so low that uh, she went right with it and was able to acquire and uh, had uh, different access during the program. And then at the end of it, um, when I uh, gave her the directive to uh, return to full waking consciousness, bam, I mean, instantly she came right out of it. And... Uh, See, these are things that you can do to yourself to learn. Um, the problem with, <clears throat> by the time I got around to going through RB training, I was already an off-leash open scanner, influencer, and remote controller. And so when I went through RB, um, it was like going back to kindergarten for me. And um, it used to just freak the director of the project out, you know. And and um, um, some of you have heard me mention him. His name was A.R. Borden, Angel Raymond Borden. Um, some of us on the team called him Angel. Some of them called him Ray. Some called him both. <clears throat> but he did pass, uh, I think it was about 2011. He was also very influential uh, in different aspects of the wingmakers, and uh, he wrote for a think tank that uh, involved things, and so uh, at times you could probably say that A.R. Borden may have been a pseudonym that uh, he was known to use. He was a wordsmith like you wouldn't believe and um, had some pretty darn good psychic skills. Um, he, uh, I had uh, met him um, during the time of Hale Bob and uh, went to a project training session with them at that time at a specific location somewhere between the Atlantic and the Pacific and uh, the Gulf of New Mexico and the Canadian border. And uh, you can figure out where in the hell that is uh, on your own. <laughs> but uh, uh, nevertheless, uh, some of the people that I knew on the team were uh, uh, really uh, exceptional minds. And uh, they came from various parts of the country through the training session there. And um, um, I... Um, I remember when they first uh, showed me the manual, I looked at it and read it, and I looked up and I said, hell, I can rewrite this damn thing in 15 minutes to make it better than it is. And, uh, boy, that kind of blew them away, you know, because they were not prepared for that uh, that type of uh, response. Uh, 
and it was correct. You know, I mean, uh, it just, I had learned things from Silva that uh, there's aspects of Silva that was not openly known. But let me tell you, that man had a great mind, a great methodology. And um, I had also studied stuff through uh, Dick Sutpin, um, 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 the uh, Conscious Dreaming Project on the West Coast in Oregon, um, also uh, Robert Monroe Institute and uh, Super Learning Foundation uh, out of New York City or Institute. Um, I was uh, fairly well knowledgeable of uh, Dr. Gregory Lozano. Um, um, to me, it was Lozano, but uh, Angel always called him Lozano. Um, and so anyway, um, that was up in Maryland. And um, they use it mainly to teach languages and things like that, although uh, Dr. Gregory... Uh, uh, he used it for far more than that, and that's what got the attention of Ostrander and Schroeder and uh, Psychic Secrets Behind the Iron Curtain. I think they came out with it, oh, somewhere late 60s, early, mid, late 70s, um, and wrote that book. And um, I had also been affiliated with Dr. Raymond Abrazal and uh, Dr. Vera Freilig in Sopology and uh, several other types of mind control training to and including um, I had some of the best files on advanced hypnotherapy and some of the greatest uh, hypnotherapists in the country going all the way back to a student of Mesmer who was known as Dr. Phineas Parkhurst Quinby. Uh, he was actually one of the greatest healers in the 1860s and um, some of those individuals. And uh, so I had such a broad range of certain types of knowledge that I had already discovered that I could mentally give my own program. And um, consequently, I did. I used to counsel people. Um, I would scan their minds and, you know, see where the problems were. And I didn't have to talk to them. And then when I'd get there, I'd just crank up and start teaching or explaining. And it used to freak them out because uh, they were wondering how in the hell I knew. Uh, the wife would look over to the husband. She'd say, why did you tell him that? He said, I didn't. And I'd say something. And she'd, uh, he'd look at her and say, well, why did you tell him that? And she'd say, I didn't, you know. And I, I chuckled and I said, neither one of you told me. I looked in and read your mind. And uh, I said, this is the situation. And uh, you can either deal with it and change it or... You can continue to do what you're doing, and uh, that choice is up to you. I'm not here to um, to make up your mind for you. I'm here to understand what the situation is and how you can resolve these issues so that you improve not only your family, your relationships, etc., but um, you know it can help you with your finances, etc. And uh, so this is why. Um, when a man and a woman or they begin to come together as a team because in reality a true marriage that's what it is it's a team and um, um, our society uh, has gone back to a heavy patriarchal system that um, is so masculine oriented 
that many times the women are relegated to lesser positions. But because I also have uh, a lot of Native American teachings and understanding, um, it's not the chiefs that make the, the major decisions. It's the grandmothers of the tribe. And the reason is is because uh, they usually are more level-headed in the sense that uh, they have children and grandchildren, you know, and so they're not uh, just as uh, uh, gunfire-trigger-happy, you know, to go to war and things of that nature. And um, usually women um, are more acclimated to looking out for the nest and uh, the children and things like that because uh, a home is of primary importance. And when you go to war, the women and the children are definitely affected. And um, you get um, you get individuals that, I mean, they're just a damn left brain. Hell, they'll start a war in a heartbeat, and they don't look past the end of their nose, um, you know, on, regarding that decision. That was one thing I was really pleased with Trump the other day because he made a statement once he reassessed the number of lives that uh, were going to be taken. And... Um, he made the statement that it was it would not be a proportional hit on Iran, and uh, which showed that the man had some logical uh, thinking, compassion uh, when it comes to life. Uh, and you know we're really all on the same circle of the earth, and uh, we can learn to think. Uh, it's kind of like in masonry; you walk into one of their temple settings, and you have black and white squares. And some people said, well, yeah, and you also got the lines, you know, in between those squares. Well, that's true, too. Uh, but uh, you'll see a chief a lot of times. A true chieftain's blanket normally is black and white. And uh, it's showing the two aspects, light and dark. And um, so you're revealing the male and the female aspects of thought, and yet how everything acts and interacts on a... Um, a pole system uh, because you have to have a positive and a negative polarity, uh, let's say even with a battery. And um, the power does not come from the positive side. The charge is held on the feminine negative side, and yet this is where the real power is residing in the subconscious and the superconscious mind and the next level up. And... Um, as you begin to understand these aspects and take and really look at your scriptures, um, what we've been taught today, everything that is used in the churches and the different uh, teachings of government and stuff, uh, when you hear them talking in a fear-based um, mentality, something to excite fear, to get people to hurry up and make a decision, fall in line with them, you're looking at the secret of the adversarial way of thought and action. And um, that is um, how, you know, problem, solution, etc. you know. And um, uh, you create the problem and you already have the solution. And uh, so when they're ready and they'll listen, you drop the solution on them. But yet it's already a choice that's been pre-planned. It's a premeditated idea to create and cause movement. And see, like right now, the democratic system um, is adversarial to the entire country. 
because uh, they don't give a damn whether Trump right, wrong, or different. They have made up in their mind they're just not going to do anything. So, hell, they're useless as tits on a boar hog, so to speak. They won't help the country. They don't care about the people. They only care about their damn political power and the party. And then you've got the uh, news media, which is deep state oriented. And if you get to looking, you're going to find out that the FBI has been tied hand and butthole, mouth to, to the Democratic Party. Uh, This is uh, an overt act in reality, completely orchestrated to create a coup in the country. Because, see, uh, communism and socialism are basically the same thing. It's just one of them. Um, communism overtly will just start a damn war because they know it's the quickest way to change the mindset of the people. Socialism does the same thing and has the same end, except they will take and use education normally and different things like that to create that end without having to go to Guns and Roses. However, they are both a fascist corporate system, just as the Vatican is. And so when you look at this country, like I'm an American, so to speak, and I believe in America and the people thereof, not so much the corporation United States, because I know it's not the de jure United States, and it has left the original auspices of the Constitution, but that also was a secret document and was never revealed to the American people at large. And two, they created a more perfect union. So they're implying that there was a union already in place. What was that union? That's the Articles of Confederation and the Union of American States. What did they change when they made the Constitution? They gave themselves the taxing authority on the people. And so as the people lined up with that, it's kind of like um, sometimes I'll hear them say, well, are you a United States citizen? The correct technical answer is no. Somebody said, what do you mean? I said, well, if you go back to the opinions of the Attorney General at volume 7, pages 747, 757, 1856, pre-Civil War, it states that a citizen of the United States is, quote, a technical and a abstract impossibility, end quote, period. 1884 U.S. Supreme Court post-Civil War, Elk versus Wilkins. U.S. Supreme Court case affirms that. Elk could not vote because he was not a citizen of the United States. So (laughs) if you begin to realize they're trying to uh, take a barbed wire fence, and we might call it gaucho, because if you get on it, it's going to gaucho. And um, you can't put one foot on one side and one foot on the other and straddle that damn thing and run down the street with it, as a man said, because uh, you're going to be missing some situations in between. And uh, that's basically what they do. They create these scenarios um, like they ask me if I vote. And I say, hell no. And they say, well, damn, you don't have a right. I said, you don't either because there's nothing you can say or do that will allow you to even bring a constitutional charge of grievance in a court 
Because at Paddleford and LaHaye versus City of Savannah, Mayor and Alderman, a federal East Coast case specifically states no private man can expect to bring suit or get remedy under the Constitution for he or she is not party to it. What else do you need to hear? You don't have a dog's chance and a uh, a snowball chance in a roaring fireplace of of getting out, other than them using that term and saying that's what they're doing. The we the people that's on the U.S. Constitution that they're alleging and alluding to is the signers. Yeah, that's right. The signers' progeny, and that was set up under the Delaware Trust and uh, the grant of the king of England, and it uh, was designed as a trust that they converted into a corporation under the Act of 1871. The Constitution itself was killed basically in 1848, and Lincoln really walked on it. April 19, 1861, Executive Order 1 and 100, and you have been under a martial law status Admiralty jurisdiction since that time. Uh, all you got to do is look at the flag flying in the court. That is a military, maritime, admiralty law jurisdiction flag. It's called an ensign. It flies on the fantail of a ship. And uh, so, I mean, uh, um, when you're looking and dealing with man and man's law, if man can give it, man can take it away. And uh, it's always to their benefit. I remember one time we had uh, come to work on the farm, and uh, there was a governor named, uh, oh, hell, he rode motorcycles. Uh, and uh, they were questioning him about uh, sales tax, and it was on food. And he said, well, we have removed the sales tax off of food. And uh, the news uh, um um, interrogator there asked him a question. He said, well, is that legal? He said, oh, yeah, that's the way it's supposed to be. He said, well, then y'all been taxing food illegally then. He said, well, yeah, we just decided we'd follow the law. In other words, they break the law when they want to, and uh, they create whatever law they want to. You go into a court, you really don't know what in the hell that judge is going to rule because it's however tight or loose his or her underwear is. And uh, so people people have no clue. You can't follow in that system. You're going to have to wake up and understand why religion and governments hated the very one that they're calling the Messiah, and yet the orchestrated construct from Constantine and the Roman Empire's church system that was created at 325 was also already... Uh, uh, rewritten and reformed from the Flavians and the Caesars um, up uh, prior to that time. And so you have never had the truth given to you. You have been told a lie all along because that's what they use, uh, lies and deception to take and control the masses. They're scared to death of people. They went after the um, Chaldees, uh, the Merovingians. They went after the various groups, the Manichaeans, uh, different ones all through time. Uh, 
Why did they eradicate them? Because they wanted to suppress the knowledge that those people had. And uh, so you're either going to follow in the, the Roman Catholic Church system of what they called Christianity and created that term, or you're going to find that Christianity is an external religion, and the real belief is a chrism, and it is an internal belief structure. And so you have to make up your mind what it is you're going to do, but you got to learn to do your own thinking. And sometimes it's wise not to necessarily run your head about what you think. Um, you may have to find people that are close to the best that you can talk to, because today the school system, the school system is an indoctrination program to remove the people from off the land, and they have done a damn good job. And uh, you got people today that know not anything. They have no knowledge of their culture. They don't know that they're really anciently tied to true Israel. They don't understand that the prophecies of Ezekiel and the judgment that's coming on this country as a whole is because of certain violations of these scriptural laws. And um, it doesn't make a damn bit of difference whether Congress, Pelosi, uh, the Republicans, whoever it is, passes or does not pass anything. They cannot change divine law, and that's why they don't want to follow it. Because if they did, basically everyone up in Washington, D.C., you could line them up and head shoot them because they're in violation of divine law. And see, when uh, the rabbis and the lawyers and so forth of the day came to the Mashiach, and it was disclosed in the original um, uh, Greek English Thayers by Zonder, not Greek English Thayers, but the uh, uh, Zondervan Greek interlinear, uh, Greek to uh, English, it disclosed the fact that when they ask uh, if he paid taxes and whose inscription it was, he made a statement. He looked at him and he said, You render unto Caesar that which is Caesar, but you must raise a render unto God which is God. Boy, they shut up after that because the implication in that translation was, look, you know Caesar's breaking the divine law. You claim you're following divine law. Go kill his sorry ass. You claim you're in charge. That's what you're supposed to be doing. Oh, shit, they had to get that out of there. Yes. Because, you see, that Caesar today <laughs> is the Pope. And you might as well just wake the hell up. The black and white square you got the one that wears a white linen frock and a yarmulke on his hat. Oh, by the way, where'd that come from? Is that uh, Jewish? Well, who in the hell is Judaism? That's not Israel. And then you've got the black pope. Oh, don't that sound like the white and black square? So you're yeah. going to have to start, start doing your own damn thinking. And if you keep listening to them and the bullshit that these preachers, a preacher is a paid state minister. That's why he has the damn Title 26, Section 86, Paragraph A, 501, Subsection C3, Exemption under United States Code. And guess what? It's not even codified in law on the federal registry, which is exactly where it has to be codified. <laughs> Excuse me. In order to be an enacted law. 
They're lying every day on every hand. I mean, uh, uh, they were never to be able to tax the people off of the land. Well, shit, after the Civil War and the hypothecation and the Federal Reserve back in 1913, 1917, have they been removing you off of the land? Hell yes. You don't own a vehicle today. You don't own anything because you're paying for it with a debt, and a debt cannot pay a debt. And you can find that out at American Bank and Trust versus Dallas, U.S. Supreme Court, 1984. It's a debt equity instrument. It is not payment as wages nor as income. Therefore, it is not taxable. End of story, folks. Wake up. Smell some certified coffee. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. But thank you for that. Man, oh man. You have heard me uh, make the statement many times that uh, King David is not of the lion of the tribe of Judah. That is correct. He is not a Jewish boy. He is a Hebrew Israelite, and he is of the tribe of Joseph Ephraim, and he's called a Ephrathite. And that's First Samuel, the 17th chapter. And if you go to read and you go to run across, he was going to go back to his daddy's place, Brother Jesse, and uh, have the feast with him. And he was going back to Ephratah. Ephratah is in the northern ten tribal area of what you call Samaria, not down in Judah. Now, there's only one way you can call King David a lion. And tonight, by the grace of Yahweh, I'm going to reveal that to you. And uh, I have some very unique uh, studies that uh, are documented with videos that will take and uh, enhance your understanding, and hopefully it will prepare you for um, really and truthfully a class that I've already written and uh, is prepped and ready to go to teach you who you are, what you are, and how to claim who you really are. And um, I don't study law as they teach in this country any longer because it's all smoke and mirrors. The court system is as crooked as it can be. Law enforcement and the judiciary system is nothing more than a business, just like the FBI. And they were, uh, we were over at the farm, and they were advertising to recruit agents. And they acknowledged that the FBI was not just a, uh, a United States federal type of investigation body any longer. That it is a international business organization. You better wake up and understand, why in the hell do you think the FBI is in all these other countries investigating each and everything under the sun? They were designed to be only within this country. So the FBI, they've been lying a long time, as the man said, just like the CIA, the NSA, and several others. James Clapper is one of the biggest damn paid liars i ever seen. And then you can throw Brennan right next to him. And Tommy and 
this guy that just done the damn investigation for him, uh, Mueller, uh, you're looking at the same thing. They're looking out for the organization. They're not looking out for the American people. The American people have been the subject of an alien and an enemy of the corporation structure of the United States that was finally enacted in 1922 by three men under a trust corporation type agreement. I happen to be the holder of one of those type trust, pure trust organizations, and it's a hell of a lot different than what you think of in normal trust law. And uh, anyway, I have endeavored to teach people that for years, but people get hung up into trust law and so forth and so on, and and uh, there are certain aspects of it that's good, but um, if, if you write on there that it's a private trust, which it should be, you're going to find out that uh, that trust cannot be used in a commercial situation because uh, it's private. <laughs> And enterprise is not private. They're entering in on the land under the rule and law of admiralty, a maritime martial law jurisdiction called the Pirate's Code, to claim the prize. And your ass is it. Now, you might as well just get head out of rectus, as both rights to tell you, and uh, wake the hell up, because that's the way the program runs. Anyway, Jim, you got anything you want to throw on the burner? No, sir, brother. I think you've already <laughs> you you've taken care of the whole circle and the whole gamut of things, brother. I mean, <clears throat> excuse me. I know this is the things that we need and we need to understand and do and apply it because, I mean, and I know the people know this, but, you know, but. You know, things, the way, if they keep looking at what's going on and not doing anything about it, or even getting themselves in a place where something can be done, at least for them and their families, that, uh, man, I tell you, I don't know. Because everywhere you go from people driving down the road and the rage that they have and the other things and I mean, even in the household, it's just getting unbearable in certain places. And it's time that Absolutely. we get our... It's, it, we Absolutely. Need to get, I'm agreeing with you. Oh, thank you, brother. But it's just that we See, need uh, to... Go ahead. No, you go ahead. Well, what I was saying is that, you know, and and they they can't understand why this is going on, that's going on, and they won't uh, listen to their own members of their family. I mean, they're blaming everybody else but themselves. And I mean, you know, it takes two to tangle, so to speak. But we need to, we need to reflect back on ourselves and look within ourselves to see what's going on. Because, you know, within the family unit or even talking with friends, we all participate and we all create an effect. And if we don't watch and guard over what we're saying, thinking, and doing, then we're no better than anyone else the way they're acting and doing. So we cannot point fingers or 
cast judgment on anyone. Well, you see, the first thing you have to do is create fear. And fear is going to develop and create stress. Yes. Then you're going to have people using certain types of teachings to divide and conquer. And uh, the reason they do that is so that you won't stop and think. You're just allowing your mind to run uh, willy-nilly, so to speak, on every kind of damn track in the world. You're not doing logical thinking. Now, Char out in California, uh, I'm sure it means Charles, <coughs> sent me a uh, a teaching, and it refers to Napoleon Hill, and uh, it, uh, well... Let's see if I can find it here right quick. Well, I'll have to pull it up. Oh, is it's it the one? Three hour it's about a three-hour dissertation. And it's where uh, the devil is being questioned into his um, avenues and usage of how to um, get control of people's minds, hearts, lives, etc. And there's some great things in that three-and-a-half-hour dissertation. But then he goes to talking about the Rockefeller Foundation this and the Rockefeller Foundation that. And he's telling them how to get back into commerce. And boy, when I hear that, I know somebody is stomping on their toes. Because that part of it is incorrect. And the uh, best way to tell a lie is to put enough truth in it that uh, people will accept it. If you don't put some kind of a chum or some kind of a bait on a hook, them damn fish are not going to bite. And uh, what you want to do is create a scenario where people basically hook themselves. The hook don't jump in the fish's mouth the fish bites on the hook. And uh, that's the way propaganda is done. They don't really propagandize you. They keep putting the same swill, the pig swill, uh, in front of you until you get to thinking about it. Then, because you're not knowing how to control and direct your own thoughts, you are the one that literally programs this error into your own thinking. Because they get you to thinking enough of a skewed out aspect of thought that you will not discover the truth because you're not doing logical, objective thinking to realize what the hell's going on. And everything that they teach you is external oriented. And uh, this is something they're scared to death of. This is why everything is literal outside. Um, Esau hairy man oriented. Esau the hairy man is talking about a carnal conscious mind. A You can call it left brain if you want, but it means an externalized form of thought and action. Jacob is the hairless one. And he refers to the one that had the conscious reasoning and understanding from his mother 
who is a high priestess, the feminine aspect. <clears throat> and, excuse me, and she taught him how to supplant and how to change his mind by using divine law. And once he had effectively done that, he became known of as Israel, one that is like God. Actually, it really means one that is God realized in the earth. Man, the preachers are not going to teach that. Because if you begin to teach that, pretty soon you're going to say, whoa, dude, wait a minute. You're that proverbial blind-ass guide that for profit and wages and income and control is leading us down the primrose path to destruction for your own damn profit and gain. Um, I had a lady that Pentecostal, and we were at uh, Lowe's one day. I was buying some material, and uh, I looked at her, and she had her children with her, and I said, uh, you're Pentecostal, aren't you? Because I thought I'd recognized her from up around the farm in one of them pig trail churches, and they got so many of them in Louisiana. Hell, it's like one on every pig trail. And they used to run hogs uh, on uh, what they call uh, open range. As a matter of fact, I can remember a time when my grandfather, when I was real small, used to run up to 2,500 head of wild hogs uh, blended with domestic hogs all through the swamp in Louisiana. And I say swamp, it doesn't mean down in the Bijou, you know, in the marsh. But, I mean, in the piney wood thickets and, you know, where the mash and the beaks and the, and the acres and all that kind of stuff was. And um, this is the way they had a pit. They had these churches. They did a church everywhere you went. As a matter of fact, in Bullgard Parish, uh, where my mother and dad and I was born and raised, so to speak, was in the Guinness Book of Records for a long time because there was more churches per capita in Bullgard Parish than there was in any specific location in the world. So, um, I mean, to tell you, these folks down here, um, they, they, uh, they pretty heavy duty into their belief structure. But with that in mind, if y'all are ready, I was hoping that some of them could get in because uh, this here would give them the foundation to begin to uh, reformat their thinking um, and prepare them to where they would effectively and could effectively be what the Bible would call a prophet seer uh, in the military and government calls a remote viewer. Now, uh, you can develop that, and uh, those that exercise their senses by reason of use become more proficient at it. That's why some prophets will see from afar off, and some can come nigh. And it's totally up to the discretion of the individual as how they apply it. But if you want, I'll go ahead and kick this thing down the road. And um, it will be the O-R-N-M-N-D. It really means the Orion Mind Training Template, School of the Prophets. It's Volume 7, 2019 SOP. And uh, I wrote this script 6-18-2019. Consequently, I'm Gary Ray. They call me the White Wolf, Huna William. And the title of it was David 
is Leo the lion, and he is the Ephrathite. It is often said that King David is the lion of the tribe of Judah. The sons, S-O-N-S, are really called S-U-N-S, of Jacob Israel, and they are referring to the 12 signs of the zodiac. Leo the lion is in the constellation of Leo and is equated to light. The Messiah stated, I and the light of the world. And now, you are that light. During the time of the constellation of Leo, approximately 12,500 years ago, or approximately 10,500 BCE, during the vernal equinox, Orion's three belt stars aligned perfectly with the three pyramids, pi-ra-mids of Egypt. And Leo looked east to the main star constellation of light called Leo. Now, uh, John Anthony West not only stated and affirmed this, but he said in reality, as far as he could determine, this not did only uh, refer to 12,500 years ago or 10,500 BCE, but it was 24,000 uh, or, say, 25,000 years ago. Uh, 12,500 doubled, you got 25,000. And he was really referring to the 26,000-year processional equinox, you know, the epic of one uh, epoch of time swapping over in the zodiac to another epoch. <coughs> Excuse me. The Sphinx is actually the face of a lion originally, but that was a pre-dynastic time in ancient Egypt, and the crocodile kings, referring to the time of the Anakai rulers was the time of the building of these monuments and what today we call time. And uh, anciently, if you go far enough back, they measured time in a, um, a shar instead of what we call modern time. A shar was a 3,600-year period. And uh, King David or David, the royal prophet priest, is the light. In this sense alone, it's David, or David, called the lion of the tribe of Judah, as Judah's symbol is the lion, Leo. King David is not of the tribe of Judah. He is of the tribe of Joseph Ephraim, a Ephratite. As I stated, see 1 Samuel 17. Those kings left a record of the speed of light, the constellations of the zodiac, and the knowledge of the circle of the earth. It's also known of as the Maserat, and how it related to the heavenly bodies. During the excavations around the Sphinx, ground-seeking radar searched under the left paw of the Sphinx 
about 30 to 40 feet down was discovered a chamber, and they called it the Hall of Records, referring to the understanding of the knowledge of light as travel and operations of the earth and the heavenly bodies. Now, left paw is governed by right brain. Right brain is governed by or governs, uh, like I said, left side, and uh, the left side or left brain governs the right side of the body. So you have the parallax crossover, and if you consider the pharaoh, you'll notice he has the pharaoh, you know, the, the little whip, and the shepherd's crook, and he crosses it over on his chest. He's referring to the knowledge of a Hebrew, one that knows this knowledge and knows how to cross over in the mind. The Merkaba... Mer ka ba. Mer is symbolic of like America, Mary's ka. Ka is the high superconscious mind, and ba is referring to the subconscious mind. It's called the light vehicle and is our spirit or mind body that is moved by the knowledge of light. It is also known of as the boat of millions of years. In one of the early dynasties after the crocodile kings, a pharaoh king died. And his son, wanting to keep the people in line, he had the face of the line reshaped to look like the deceased pharaoh king. And that is how the sphinx became the face of a man. Had nothing to do with uh, Capra and all them people. I mean, that's all bullcrap. Dr. John Anthony West and Dr. Robert Schock made the discovery and were in the process of drilling when the Egyptian authorities stopped them. Governments and religion do not want the secrets of this great knowledge left for man to be known except to them and to be controlled by government and religion. All colleges and universities are under the auspices of the Vatican as a corporation and the extension of the old Roman Empire. Egypt has been called Babylon anciently instead of just the area known of as Iraq today. As a matter of fact, in the Anderson's Annotated Uniform Commercial Code Volumes, Egypt is referred to as ancient Babylonian law. The sons, S-O-N or S-U-N, of Jacob Israel are those that have awakened and crossed over into this higher divine state of wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. Let me say something about wisdom. Wisdom is something that you acquire over time because it is the multitude of experiences, and as you apply knowledge with that wisdom of experience and understanding, then you can do things. But wisdom is not just instantly gotten. It is something that you acquire and develop over time and experience. It is not just a race or a body of people as people normally think. Man normally sees with his two external eyes, but they are designed 
to only look and somebody's Jim, you got everything cut off. It's feeding back. Um, are designed to only see outwardly. However, man also has a third eye, the pineal gland that is known of as the single eye that can see within and without. It also has rods and cones very similar to that of the two external eyes. It is the divine organ of sight. Now notice, I said the divine organ of sight. There is nowhere it cannot see. It can see within and without. The scripture of the book of the prophet Hosea stated at chapter 4-6, my people perish for lack of knowledge. However, knowledge is only potential power until it is known and applied, and it must be correctly applied. Then it becomes true power. An old axiom is that he that forgets and does not know the past is destined to repeat it. We could also say he that controls the past controls the future. He that controls today also controls the past. This could be an unending wheel, much like the gerbil's wheel in his cage. He keeps running, but he is never heading anywhere. We are all supposed to be divine prophets. Just as Moses instructed, some prophets see from afar off. Some are able to come nigh, but all are supposed to see, hear, and know the will of the divine. We are the gatemen, the watchmen on the wall that gives warning and instruction to all the people. We have been equipped with divine sight. We all have a pineal gland, and we can see, hear, and know. Therefore, we can foretell and foretell. What is the Holy Ghost? Being the right or the correct mind do, she is to lead and guide us to all truth. She is called the comforter and the teacher of the house. Nothing hid shall not be revealed to us. We are the messengers of sight and enlightenment. We are instructed to feed my sheep. The sheep are the followers of the divine pasture. In the Old Testament, she was known of as the Shekinah. And in Exodus, she was called the only Savior of Israel. Not the man they're calling Jesus Christ. It's called the Shekinah. She is the one that's the Savior of Israel. And somebody said, well, why would you say that? Because every issue of life comes out of this divine feminine state of mind. And she's called Eve, the mother of all life in another place. 
Today we have this term developed by the military and the intelligence community, and it is a remote viewer. It is very similar to the scriptural term of a prophet seer. The chamber of records under the left paw of the Sphinx symbolizes the understanding and the knowledge of the right brain and was left for the people of this planet or the circle of the earth and was not intended for some government or religion to control and direct that great knowledge of light. We are all offspring of the divine principle in action. And we are also spiritual being, mental beings that are in in essence light beings. We are only wearing a coat of skin. It is like the temple tent in the wilderness of sin with Moses. You got to remember, sin is called the the wilderness of ignorance, the wilderness of Sinai, the sin, the ignorance of what AI. AI is the rubbish pile of self-strength. When you're walking in only the left brain, hairy Esau man state of carnal consciousness, you're just an ignorant ass. The unique thing about the mind is that once we realize that we are connected to all things, past, present, and future. As thought and experience once experienced, it is ever present. We just are required to remember that knowledge in order to use and apply the latent traits and characteristics of that and other abilities. No physical individual called royalty, president, or a priest, or even a pope is any greater or has more abilities than we do individually and collectively. We are all gods, as the scriptures do teach. However, not all are aware of the true meaning of that term. Doesn't the scriptures further state Whatsoever you ask in my name, and notice now, that word name doesn't mean Jesus or something else. It's meaning using the same characteristics and traits that the Messiah exhibited. I, even I, will do it for you, and nothing hid shall be kept hidden from you. Knowledge is a double-edged sword. It can heal, and it can kill. It can also set free and reveal the hidden truths and the divine wisdom intended for all men as we transition from the status mentally of a kind to that of a kin. The difference is the kind is equated to the dumb, brute, uneducated, ignorant beast of the field. And in law, they refer to you just like that. And Ken is referring to a like being. Excuse me. A fellow like being. This knowledge is for all humanity. We all have the breath of life in us, and there is only one life. It is not restricted by color 
or a racial barrier. They have used race and color to separate the people and create contention and war. Um, And it's as bad with the whites as it is with the blacks. Some people are just so damn ignorant they can't seem to put one stick and uh, together or one foot in front of the other one and do some thinking. Um, Hebrew Israel is not a nationality. It is not just a race. It is a ability that once an individual or group has crossed over the barrier of ignorance and separation into the knowledge of the divine kingdom that is only found within. You become Israel, one that is like God or the divine. No one can keep you out of this wonderful kingdom, and no one can put you into it. It is an individual affair. As a man thinketh, so is he. You think you're separated from God? Guess what? You are. You think you are a God in the earth? Guess again. You are. Now, as you begin to learn and understand, you can do more and more. Jacob supplanted his old limitations and transcended in his own mind by activating the pineal gland, also called the throne of the Father or Creator. Just as we all are potentially capable of doing and instructed to do likewise. Citizenship in this kingdom, and it's a sovereign capital city. It's not that little small subject ass down there. It's not subject to an immigration system. As the camp of the saints is throughout the height and the breadth of the earth. A passport is not required to travel in this divine kingdom of the mind, a.k.a. the spirit. And you can see that explained and defined in Strong's Exhaustive Concordance in the Greek section, number 4151. We are those that can see far from wherever we are, just as we can hear, feel, touch, and influence a situation. We are all gods, as affirms Psalms and Matthew. Forget the limitations taught and imposed by those that claim to be ministers, pastors, teachers, prophets, and the church's clergy. This is the kingdom of the living God. It is not the exclusive domain of some man called the Pope. He is the Antichrist, teaching a literal external limitation. The chrism is the anointing oil that is triggered within your mind when you activate the pineal gland. Sometimes it is referred to as the anointing of the dove and the oil of gladness. It occurs when you activate union with the divine feminine creatrix of heaven and earth. She has no limitation. We are and have entered into behind the veil of the true temple as a true high priest. We are the sons 
of Zadok, the gate openers, even the Melchizedek priesthood. And there is no male or female in this realm of the mind and spirit. We are all one. We are the ones allowed to keep our charge. We are part of the divine essence. All that was required was for us to awaken to it. At Bethel, or a Bethel experience has occurred as we use the pineal gland as we sleep or lay with our mind owned and filled with the rock of divine law. Rock because it's unchangeable. You can always depend on it. We are at the place called Luz, and anciently, it simply meant light. Now, this type and style of mental action in manifestation. Now, for those that, of you that would like to participate in this particular exercise, if you would kind of make yourself comfortable, find you a place that you can relax and breathe it, you know, deeply and easily. If you're driving an automobile or using heavy equipment or dangerous machinery, then do not follow along with this until you get to a time and a place that you can use it. Because I'm telling you, uh, it may sound simple, but if you listen and follow the instructions, it's going to carry you behind the veil in the temple of the divine, which is within your cranium. And it will allow you and carry you to a place that you can transcend time, space, and there is no distance. All things are open. All things are revealed to the mind that we have with to do or to do with. Now, let me get me just a little whistle wetter here. And uh, while you make yourself comfortable... At the end of this, hopefully some of you will respond either on the chat line or via the chat call. Excuse me. Simply relax and make yourself comfortable and follow along with the sound of my voice, and you will experience this divine aspect of the mind found and operating within you. What does it take to activate and use this divine sight? It is very simple. We want to use and apply the single eye that looks within and without. That is not the physical two eyes, so please at this time close them. Take a few deep breaths, slowly releasing the air out of your lungs, and begin breathing slowly and effortlessly. Allow your mind to affirm that the divine mind is activated within you. 
leading, guiding, and teaching you, directing you into all truth. You desire this, and it is so. You are giving the directing prayer or intention desired. Then visualize the sphinx or any other area of interest and information you desire or require. Your mind, just by thinking on it, will automatically link with the desired results requested. It is known of as entanglement. As you speak it, as a command, not a request, it is a decree. You are acting as royalty, and you have been instructed to command ye me the works of my hands, and I will hasten my word as a thought to do and perform it. It was the same method used as instructed to Jeremiah the prophet. Now allow the images, the impressions, to begin to flow to you, into you, and through you. Enjoy the experience. It is a natural part of your divine nature. You can see, hear, sense, know, feel anything and everything that catches your attention. If someone is speaking and the voice is too low for you to hear clearly, direct the voice to become louder and become clear for you to easily hear. It is the same with your sight. You are activating and applying the formula of all creation known of as Yod, A, Bab, A. It is also called the Tetragrammaton. There is nothing in the three-dimensional and four-dimensional world that can be hid from you. You are even able to easily see and observe within the fifth dimensional world everything and every time you use this ability, it becomes easier and easier. This is part of your own latent, natural, divine abilities. You were designed to be able to do all of these things in the now known world of dimensions, whether now known or unknown, you have the ability to travel and experience anything, even all things. That is your divine nature. You're now experiencing. You have the ability to breathe underwater. You can fly through the air. You are not even burned by fire. Nothing can hurt or harm you. You 
as the scriptures state, you are all gods. Whatever topic or information you desire or require, it is revealed to you. At this time, and you may return here to this level of the mind and its capabilities at any time. You desire this, and it is so. At this time, take a little time to look around and familiarize yourself with your surroundings. If it is dark, command the light to fill the place, making it easier to see. There is nothing too hard or difficult for your mind to comprehend and do. Now take a few minutes to look around until you next hear the sound of my voice, at which time you will remember, retain, and recall all of your experiences and insights. You will be able to reveal, explain, and confidently and comfortably relate them. You desire this, and it is so. Relax and enjoy the experience until you next hear the sound of my voice. It will not startle or make you uncomfortable. It will reassure you. Now that you have had time to look around and experience this ability of your own divine mind, continue now that you feel and are comfortable in this realm of the mind, look, see, investigate until you next hear the sound of my voice. Now that you have had time to look around and experience this ability of your own divine mind, please return to your awakened consciousness in this three-dimensional reality and reveal your experiences 
You desire this, and it is so. Your eyesight, hearing, and mental clarity has improved and will continue to do so each and every time you use this level of the mind. You desire this, and it is so. Eyes open, feeling fine, and in perfect health, better than before. Please, either by means of the chat line or by means of calling in when Jim opens the line, if you desire to share your experiences, that will be great. If you should have questions regarding this topic, please feel free to ask. Thank you for your participation. Your experiences and questions will not only help you by reinforcing your confidence, but they will more than likely help your fellow man. I have included some background information regarding Egypt and the Sphinx. Enjoy all of the videos. They will supply you with much new information. Again, Shalom. I'm Gary Ray. Okay, I'll check now on the chat line. And uh, those of you that raise your hand, Jim, if and when they desire to do so, open the line one at a time. All we do is ask that you uh, adhere to our topic that is at hand. Okay, let me go to chat. I'm on the chat. I do not see any feedback at this point. And uh, And no one's raised their hand here, brother. Well, uh, whoever, whatever, if you have any questions, uh, uh, you can learn. I mean, uh, they can go back and listen to this tape and use this format. Use it two, three, four, five times until you get used to it. And then once you've gotten used to it, you can give your own program. Folks, if you ha- if you have a question about what, <coughs> excuse me, about the session that we just had, you know, if you're on the phone, please raise your hand and I'll unmute you. And or if you're not, you're on a computer, please type it in so White Wolf and us can see it and read it. That way, all can benefit from it. Brother Jim, um, that young lady that you're referring to or that we've been talking about, uh, what is the title of the name of that book that she has written? Do you recall? Um, if you bear with me a second, I I have it. Uh, I just got to... Yeah, I have it right here. Bear with me. It's called the... It's called in living, the Living Stress-Free Bible. 
The living what now? The living stress-free Bible. The living stress-free Bible. Well, that sounds like a dang good topic. Um, and the author's name? It's a Marilyn Sidlo Guadagino. Guadagino. Marilyn, Marilyn Sidlo Guadagino. I can't even say it. Guadagino. It says 20 techniques to make your life less stressful. Outstanding. Well, if you could spell it or if you would type it in on the chat, if you have the availability to do so, um, I would be looking and um, see what I can find out about that book and her. But um, uh, that would uh, sounds like a very interesting topic. I mean... Uh, yeah, she's um uh says she's a LCAT MTBC uh, you know, provided physical therapy and, you know, music therapy services and other a whole lot of things. She's she's right now um at for the how can I put it, uh uh, she's a counselor and things like that. She worked for the state for a while. And then they went into their own private. Uh, she still works for the state periodically because they she, say she's pretty valuable to them. But she, they have their uh, own. Is private. her husband also involved in this field of endeavor? Yes, they were both at one time. But like I said, they went into it, it privately and they give private counseling, private sessions, and, you know, th there's a lot of things there. That's, you know, I didn't have a chance because they were really pressed for time, but uh, tomorrow or the next day I'm going to endeavor to, you know, get that stuff to where I can, you know, get in contact with them and hopefully set this up, but also have them or her, you know, to contact, uh, see if it's all right for you to contact her to, you know, to get some insights. So if she decides that, she, you know, she's going to come on the call. Sounds good. Um, can you type in the name of the book and her full name? Uh, let me. On the chat, are you are you where you can do that? I am. I got this different screen up. I'll, let me see if I can do it, brother. Um,
ain't too uh what do you call it fast on the computer as far as typing and stuff so you got to bear with me <laughs> i can understand that i mean i know Some you do a lot of that. Some things i can be better at yeah but anyway you know what i'm saying I mean, you, your skills is kind of, tw- how can I say, tweaked. You know, I hated English. I love literature. And if somebody asked me to diagram a sentence today, hell, I couldn't more diagram that sentence than the man in the moon. And um, they said, well, do you know adverbs, pronouns, and um, uh, verbs, and this and that and the other? I said, hell no. I just learned how to write and say what the hell I wanted to say and the way I wanted to say it to get my point across. And uh, they said, you're kidding. I said, nope. I said, I remember that uh, if they taught the three R's, reading, writing, and real arithmetic, the people would be so much better off because they would really be learning how to think. School system today is not to train people to think, and neither is it geared to teaching people how to make money or create wealth. It's geared to teaching you how to go get a damn job and pay taxes. That's what the hell they do, and you just have to kind of understand that. But uh, I've said many a times, and uh, there's several people that are involved, and um we all agree. Uh, a college, a university, and uh, any of those schools are a terrible place to waste a mind because they're not generated or geared to teaching. I remember uh, I had been uh, an attendee in several John Nelson classes, and me and uh, him and I, or him and me, depending on how you want to say it. We um, had several discussions on mind control because both of us were involved in that knowledge. And um, we discussed how they programmed people in school. And uh, some of them would wake up in five or ten years, you know, and redirect their lives. Some of them would uh, be 15, 20 years before they come out of it. And by that time, they were so far down the road, they didn't know how to... Um, um, the change, and some of them, hell, they would never wake up. They'd go to their grave not realizing that someone had reprogrammed their mind. And this is all done through the colleges and universities. Thank you for doing that. Uh, it's called the Living Stress-Free Bible. The author is Marilyn Sidlow, S-Y-D-L-O. Guadagnino, Guadagnino, G-U-A-D-A-G-N-I-N-O. Now, you can all look it up and see if you can find anything to deal with it. Thank you very much, Jim. No problem. uh, I, like you, we haven't got any feedback. And uh, so they're either all remote viewers or they're not interested, but that's all right. I know that those that pick it up and record it, uh, because I know some of them are out of sync with us time-wise, 
uh, different parts of the world, but they'll pick it up, and uh, I'll get feedback mm. from them. But anyway, yes. brother, I'm going to bid you adieu and wish all of you a good night. I thank you all for coming that did come, and uh, I trust that uh, this will help you. I'll send out um, the information with the linkages on it, and uh, so you can do some real research and begin to see and understand. But, Jim, my damn, your damn crazy ball. Thank you for the time. Yes, sir, brother. We love you and do appreciate you. And now this was a magnificent and great call. I mean, I know it. I know it's not proper English, but it, like you say, it gets good or good or good each time it goes by. <laughs> and I want to yeah, thank I you. Yeah, I do. For, thank you. But we love and appreciate you, and tell your family bless. Uh, wait a minute. Tell them prosperity, goodness, <laughs> and perfect health be upon them. All right, brother. Thank you, and same to you, Jim. Shalom, yes. prosper, and be in great good health. Good night, everybody. Good night. And, folks, we do love and appreciate you. Same time, same place next week. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.